This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Europe is going to get another break to qualify for EV incentives in the U.S. President Joe Biden and European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen are expected to begin negotiations tomorrow to ensure free trade-like status for the European Union. That will allow European minerals for batteries to qualify for tax credits under the Inflation Reduction Act. The bill requires a rising percentage of minerals to come from the U.S. or a free trade partner, and EVs receive up to $3,750 in incentives for meeting the mandate. And if the EU is getting this exemption, we think it's likely it will be extended to South Korea and Japan as well, which have also criticized foreign car exclusions in the Inflation Reduction Act. Those countries got a break last year when the U.S. Treasury Department ruled that EVs, regardless of where they're made, can receive the full credit as long as it's leased by a customer. Last month, Ford announced it's cutting 3,800 jobs in Europe because it says the region is highly competitive and faces, quote, significant economic and geopolitical headwinds. So to differentiate itself and attract more customers, Ford plans to focus more on BEVs and introduce vehicles in Europe that are, quote, unapologetically American. But Ward's Auto reports that some analysts aren't sold on Ford's plan and say it won't help turn the automaker's European operations around. While it posted a small EBIT profit in Europe last year, thanks to its commercial business, it has posted losses the last five years before that. Its market share has been nearly cut in half over the last decade as well. In 2011, it was at 8%, but last year it fell to 4.6%. And the company has slowly slid into the lower price segment of the European market. Ford plans on introducing two EVs in Europe based on Volkswagen's MEB platform, but analysts question whether Ford will be able to differentiate them enough for customers to embrace them. It's already having trouble selling the Mach-E. Only a little more than 21,000 were sold in Europe in the first 11 months of last year, according to car sales base. And one analyst says that Ford doesn't have the money to develop BEVs to compete with VW, Stellantis, or Chinese brands, and that it will give up on producing vehicles in Europe altogether and just become a pure importer. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Chinese automakers have had a slow go in Europe. For example, NIO sold just 13 EVs in Germany last month. BYD sold only seven, and AI Waze didn't sell any. Yet the overall EV sales were up 15% in the country. So now we're starting to see Chinese automakers cater to European tastes. NIO received approval from Chinese regulators for a new station wagon version of its ET5 EV. 
But surprisingly, the sedan and station wagon have exactly the same exterior dimensions, only the back end treatment is different. There's three battery sizes available, 75, 100, and 150 kilowatt hours that all have different chemistries. They provide anywhere from 550 to 1,000 kilometers of range in the sedan. That's 341 to 621 miles. And like Neo's other EVs, the ET5 wagon will support battery swapping. Power is sent to all four wheels from two electric motors that combine for 360 kilowatts or 490 horsepower. The ET5 wagon will first go on sale in Europe and then in China. No price was given, but the sedan starts right around 50,000 euros. Nissan is slashing the cost to make power units for its future EV and extended range electric vehicles, or what it calls e-power. It's going to commonize components in the EV drive units, which it says will reduce development and manufacturing costs by 30% by 2026, as well as the overall size and weight of the powertrain. The shared parts include sections of the gear set, the inverter, and motor. Nissan also hopes to get rare earth materials used in that motor down to next to nothing. With the move, it will now be able to produce both the EV and e-power units on the same production line and aims to reach price parity between its e-power and ICE vehicles by 2026. And Visix, a UK-based company that's developing augmented reality head-up displays that use holographic technology is attracting interest from several automakers. It just raised $50 million from Stellantis, Jaguar Land Rover, General Motors, and Hyundai Mobis, the parts and technology supplier owned by the Hyundai Group. GM will be the first automaker to use Envisic's second-gen AR HUD, which debuts in the 2024 Cadillac Lyric that launches later this year. The market for augmented reality HUDs is expected to grow significantly over the next decade, from 1.6 million units in 2022 to 19.1 million in 2032. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Yesterday, we reported on the shift group that's going to make class three, four, and five commercial vehicles through the Blue Arc brand. And now it looks like Mack Trucks has class six and seven covered. Just revealed its all new medium duty EV, the MD Electric. While the Blue Arc truck could handle up to 10,000 pounds, the Mack has a payload of up to 19,400 pounds. It comes in wheelbases from 206 to 270 inches in either two or three battery pack configurations. The two battery setup has 150 kilowatt hours of space and provides 150 miles of range, while the three battery is 240 kilowatt hours and provides 230 miles of range. But it only supports a DC fast charging rate of up to 80 kilowatts, 
so charging time is going to be high. As for power, it has a nearly 260 horsepower electric motor that generates 1,850 pound-feet of torque. Max says the new MD Electric will arrive later this year. German supplier ZF has been producing automotive components for more than 100 years, but it's not just a hardware company anymore. It introduced its first pure software product called Cubix, which debuts on the Lotus Electra electric SUV. The software controls all the chassis functions, including the brakes, front and rear axle steering, the active roll bars, and the electric drive of the Lotus. The software can be upgraded, or other functions could be added to the vehicle with over-the-air updates. The iconic London Black Cab just hit a bit of a milestone. There are now more electrified versions than diesel versions. There are over 6,000 plug-in models operating in London, representing 40% of all black cabs. The model, called the TX, is made by the London Electric Vehicle Company, or LEVC, which is owned by Chinese automaker Geely. The TX is only powered by electricity from the battery, but it's recharged by an 81-horsepower, 1.5-liter turbocharged three-cylinder engine. That battery is 81 kilowatt-hours, and it also features a 110-kilowatt electric motor. The TX has an overall range of 333 miles. LEVC says that since the TX was introduced in 2018, it has traveled 534 million miles globally and prevented more than 162,000 metric tons of CO2 from being emitted. And hey, be sure to join us for AutoLine After Hours later today. Some of the topics they'll dive into include Tesla's price cuts, the struggles of autonomous vehicle companies, and much more. The show goes live at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on our website and YouTube channel. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.